6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. So, how are you feeling about what you heard yesterday? Are you like, good to go, let's get it on? Or are you like, eh, I wish I'd kind of pump the brakes just a little bit more. I think... Uh, Well, I'm not going to speak for anybody else except for myself. I am feeling um, that it's time to get moving. It is time to get moving. And I have said this, uh, you know, last week as well. But right now, I'm still wondering and a little bit concerned about the hospitalization rates, right? I'm still concerned about the hospitalization rates. And I'm also taking a closer look at some of the things that are happening in the big cities and wondering how that is going to unfold in the days ahead. Now, today, Edmonton City Council unanimously asked administration to explore options on keeping some sort of vaccine passport program program in place in the city. Uh, what's that going to look like? And despite the fact that yesterday the premier said masks will no longer be required in any setting for kids under the age of 12, it is important to note that the city of Edmonton mask bylaw remains in effect. So technically that means unless modified by council or city manager, Kids over two will still be required to wear masks in indoor public spaces after Monday. Now, schools are not included in that. Schools are a provincial area. But can you see how things are a little confused and what this could mean as we are moving forward? So I wanted to get into it a little bit more on on some of this. Um, We know when it comes to the hospitality industry... There's some current concerns that rep program being lifted. Uh, you know, some people are saying, hey, you know, it's about time. Others are like, oh, I'm not really sure what this is going to mean for us. There's a lot of question marks out there. I wanted to ask Panina McBride, who's the executive director of the Edmonton Downtown Business Association, what she is hearing. So, again, if you're calling in, get on hold. I'll get your phone calls coming in. Panita, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Your initial reaction to what you heard yesterday. Uh, I mean, it wasn't completely shocking because we all knew that there was an announcement coming, but I think the timeline certainly was a bit of a surprise twist for the hospitality community. Um, Not a lot of time to prepare, but... Uh I mean, I guess when a restriction is lifting as opposed to being added, there's not a lot of preparation required. So um, I've been out and about today and and, um, certainly some nervous energy from from certainly especially from young staff who really Mm. felt like the REP was kind of the main way that they felt totally safe and comfortable um, with, you know, patrons all all generally being unmasked. So it's... Honestly, the business community is probably about as divided as the public on this. We did a we did a survey, and about fifty percent of businesses were in favor. Um, sorry, we're in favor of keeping the REP. Mm. And we're in favor of keeping of it. So the other fifty percent not. So like as you said, no, actually ten percent weren't sure, and forty forty percent wanted to end oh, it. Oh, forty percent wanted to end it. All right, so that's that's interesting and, and not necessarily surprising because it seems like that's what we're hearing from a lot of folks. So I guess, you know, if folks wanted to keep it in some form, how do they enforce it? 
that's exactly the problem. So, um, you know, when we asked the question, are you in favor of, of ending it or keeping it? The follow-up was, will you be continuing to ask mm-hmm. for proof of vaccination if it gets lifted? And the vast majority are saying no, even if someone was in favor of keeping it. The reality is that for, for frontline service staff, again, often young staff, it can be an awkward yeah. and sometimes confrontational situation if someone isn't vaccinated or doesn't want to show it or is against the whole thing. Um, that's a lot to put on a business and it's a lot to put on young service staff. So uh, that is likely not happening. If someone is out there hoping and wanting to continue patronizing businesses where only vaccinated people mm-hmm. were be, you're going to have a hard time finding those is, is what I'm seeing. Panina McBride joining me this afternoon uh, early Earlier this afternoon, Edmonton City Council unanimously asked administration to explore options on keeping some sort of vaccine passport program in place within the city. What do you think? (laughs) That's a long pause. Good question. I don't think we have a clear answer on that yet. We're, we're having conversations with the city as well. They are trying to gather business community feedback before making that decision. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, the business community is so divided on this. And there's also some attitude out there from my conversations that even if it's a municipal bylaw that they now have to enforce versus a provincial mm-hmm. law, that already gets harder to enforce. Yeah. That already that already invites more confrontation. So there's this weird sort of it feels like a no win in so yeah. many ways, and it also feels like this is not going to go well for the for the province to mm-hmm. city of Edmonton and city of Calgary relationship. Uh, Panita, before I let you go, I wanted to ask you about this. You know, we know that the the work from home order is going to be lifted as well. I mean, as as things continue to change here, I mean, obviously your focus is on downtown Edmonton. We know that downtown Edmonton has uh, been kicked hard over the past two years. The lifting of the restrictions over the next number of weeks, what does this mean for downtown Edmonton overall? really exciting about the announcement yesterday, although frustrating in some ways, is that some of the restrictions that are in place have been unnecessarily harmful on downtown. So the mandatory work from home order is something that us and many other business groups have been advocating to have lifted for months now. The the liquor curfew of yeah. ending liquor sales at 11 o'clock, like these are the things that are doing actual harm yeah. to business, particularly to downtown business. So it's nice that we have a date now for those things to be lifted, but those were certainly the things that we would have hoped would have been lifted first. So at least we, at least we know it's coming. All right. Well, We'll leave it there this afternoon, Panita. We'll continue to follow this. I'm sure we'll be in touch again and chatting in the very near future. Thanks for this. No, thank you so much. Yeah, take care. Panita McBride is the executive director of the Edmonton Downtown Business Association.